Brought to you by the WZIP Sports Team, this is Sports Power Talk Overtime. Featuring in-depth interviews. I didn't really plan to ask this, but since you brought it up, what's it like kind of having like your own meme? Like, how does that make you feel? <laughs> Exclusive original content. He crosses paths with another best in the world. Oh, that gets you excited, don't it? Oh, that gets me excited. And, of course, the hottest takes. My dad used to have this saying, if you don't like the series, you don't like football. Over well, like- I say I'm a pretty big football fan, and I despise the <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> so get ready, because it's time for SPT Overtime. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of SPT Overtime. My name is Matt Permuka, and when you hear my voice in the introduction, you know that can only mean one thing. It's time for another fantasy football episode, mid-season edition. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host and the man that brought me to WZIP, Alex Henry. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm excited because it's playoff time. It is, man, it is. And so, you know, it's no secret to our reoccurring listeners, we're two pretty good teams in this league. Yeah. And, you know, segment one, we always talk about the WZIP league. Four-team playoff, our viewers know we made it. Of course. But there's two other teams that made it. And, you know, we've outside of Jeff Longville, who has uh, since graduated, we have not had any guests on our podcast. It's just been the two of us. Correct. But today, we have two very special guests of honor. The two other teams that made the playoffs. The man with the fan account, technically my boss, Jake Murren is here. What's going on, everybody? The first seed was mine. Yes, it was, and we are joined by the man who is, it was his first year playing fantasy football. He's joining us on a remote call from his hometown, Casey Rush. I don't know how I made the playoffs, but I'm just lucky to be here. Somehow Emily beat Dan, and that's how I got in. I know Pat beat me twice, but it doesn't matter. I'm still in the playoffs. Let's go. Hey, look, all that matters is you are on the podium, man. You're on the podium. So, well, everyone. Top four guaranteed. Yeah. It's crazy. All, all four of us, the, the four best champion, fit, well, not champion, the eventual champions in this call right now on this podcast. We don't know who that'll be yet, but, you know, so we're the four best teams, but we do need to pour one out for the six individuals that did not make the playoffs. <laughs> Starting in fifth place, the man that missed the playoffs by just 51 points, Dan Groen. Sad. Yeah, it's okay, man. I talked to Dan, Dan. today, earlier. Yep. He said, man, I still can't believe I lost to Emily. Ah, it's crazy. It's crazy. And then after that, the man that had a fire sale midseason, well, he had a fire sale the week of the trade deadline, did not realize the trade deadline was that, that week, traded away his entire team just to realize he couldn't get anything in return, and that's Logan Congrove. I, I, know, I know, Jake, your fan is uh, your super fan's really happy about that. Oh, yeah, and I was one of those those teams that benefited from that fire sale before it became didn't, not a fire sale because of the trade deadline. Didn't he give you Jamar Chase? I got Jamar Chase. That's okay. The man, all right. Yeah, you're the new super team. Man. Okay, good for you, Jake. Exactly. In seventh place, the man that took Najee Harris number one, is, <laughs> and as Alex said, people are going, not, are going to stop listening to this right after the first pick because no one in their right mind should take Najee Harris number one. That's Pat oh. Weber. Ah, uh, good old Pat. Somehow ended at seven, though. Yeah, I know. And then uh, at eight. Yeah, the only reason, yeah, for some reason he beat me twice this season. I'll tell you why. Because all my players get hurt. Somebody, oh. somebody, I end up getting Blake spaces, and you know, uh, I still won. We're all there, man. And then the eight seed, the woman who auto drafted, Emily Lane. 
Pour one out. And then our music director, Logan Buchanan, who we just saw moments before recording this. He scored 39 points against you, Jake. Is that correct? In the last week of the regular season? He's had a rough going of it as 39. Oh, boy. And then the team, 1-13, the man that auto-drafted and did not set his entire lineup the entire season, who only scored 1,200 points the entire season, Marcus Anderson. Wow. Wow. Any thoughts on that, guys? He was 1-13. He had no access to his team. I feel bad, but... No access. That yeah. was... But you know what? It's okay. It's okay. That's not our fault. We're the winners here. Correct. And so, yeah. And so, let's get right into it, guys, because we play each other in the playoffs. Let's get right to it. First round matchups. I'm playing Alex, so that'll be a little... That'll be fun. That'll be fun. And then our two guests also play each other. So, uh, Jake, Casey, we're going to get into your guys' matchup first. Jake, you're right in front of me, so I'll go it to you, uh, throw it to you first. Uh, you want to give uh, our listeners a lineup, just a rundown of your lineup? My, my bad. Sure. My top five are goaded. Yes. I mean, my top five are undeniably and, the best in this entire and, league. And top five as in, like, the first that appear on your yes. roster. So, your quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers. That's correct. All right. QB, Josh Allen. Running backs, Derrick Henry, Saquon Barkley. Must be nice. Wide receivers, Stephon Diggs. I have that Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen connection. And then I acquired Jamar Chase before the trade deadline from Logan Congrove. Oh, boy. And then uh, just the rest of your lineup just for – Yeah, it gets a little bit weaker after that. My tight end is – That's too strong to (laughs) – Yeah, right. I mean, come on. My my tight end is TJ Hawkinson. My flex right now is Christian Kirk. I also have Mike Williams on the bench. My flex is always kind of a – a pick them at the end of the day. That is defense. I go defense by committee. The first round, I believe I'm going to go with the Broncos defense. They're playing Arizona and the Kyler Murray list Cardinals. Okay. And then for my kicker, I have Tyler Bass, just keeping that um, Buffalo Bills lineup going. Lake Erie bros. All right, Casey, I'll throw it to you, man. This was your first ever fantasy draft. So let's see how it went for you. All right. So, the majority of the season, I had Kyler Murray as my QB, but Ooh, he's now injured. So, yeah. So, I'm going to roll out with Kirk Cousins as my top QB. I recently brought back Mike White. I originally had him against Jake as a one night only, but I'll have him as a as a backup. My two running backs are Ramondre Stevenson and Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs is been one of the best running backs mm-hmm. in oh, all yes. fantasy football. Yeah, we did not yeah, see that coming. Been... We did, when we did our preseason show, he was nowhere near our nope. top rankings. Nope. But he's yeah, he's been having one heck of a season. And Ramondre Stevenson, he did get hurt, causing me to lose to Pat, but he's still been dangerous this whole season, and I can see him playing against the Raiders. I recently added Jared McKinnon and Isaiah Pacheco from the Kansas City Chiefs with Pacheco on the bench. But Alan Lazard as my wide receiver, he's been he's been doing okay. He's your I wide really receiver have, one. Well Well yeah, but oh. he's been DJ well, I got DJ Moore, Gabriel Davis on the bench. Okay. Well, Debo Samuel's been my number one, but he oh, got hurt. that's why. He's gotcha. out. So. Gotcha. Oof. Dude, yeah. you lost everyone last yeah. week. Ramondre, Kyler, and Debo. Yeah. Yeah. All three of them gone. Oh, man. But I also have Isaiah McKenzie. 
and from the Buffalo Bills, and Travis Kelsey from Kansas City. He's been having one heck of a season as well. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> well, that's a uh, – dude, your team got decimated. I did not know that. But, no, um, no, I'll, I'll let you – you guys are a special guest. I don't want to keep you guys too much. So we'll just go right down the list here. So, um, Jake, I want to know your biggest strengths and your team's biggest weaknesses or your concerns for this matchup. Honestly, I don't have many concerns, man. Must be nice. I mean, the top five, like I said, are so great. I mean, sometimes Derrick Henry and Saquon Barkley can have a rough week compared to what they're used to. Right. I really like these guys to score at least 15 or more, sometimes even 20, 25 from these guys. But then I'll have weeks where, you know, Saquon gets 11, and that kind of hurts me a little bit. But my wide receivers, they're going to have a great week. Kind of worried about the weather in Buffalo. Maybe that affects another blizzard you their know. performance Good this northeast week. um i mean my tight end like i said tj hawkinson hasn't been anything special on the vikings this year and looking at casey's lineup the only thing that really worries me is travis kelsey yeah that's, and even that's travis fair. kelsey if you look at his last recent weeks i mean he hasn't been stellar against cincinnati he scored 7.6 mm-hmm. and then last week against the broncos he scored 11.1 all right so it's not great from a tight end i'm i'm feeling pretty good about this week one matchup and josh jacobs i mean i always got to yeah. worry about him as oh, well yeah. but in this first round of the playoffs i think i got casey and uh yeah oh man uh well i turn it now to the man that has entire team is decimated by injuries and he now has to play the juggernaut that is jake murren's team casey do you have any strengths left and any concerns going into this matchup? Well, of course I do have some strengths left. I do have Josh Jacobs and Travis Kelsey. Like Travis Kelsey, you never know when he's going to have one of the big games of his career. You're right. But Josh Jacobs is going up against a very tough rushing defense in the Patriots this week. So mm. that might hurt his chances a little bit. I'm just hoping either Jared McKinnon – has a good game because Patrick Mahomes has been throwing to him recently. And Alan Lazard, they're, the Packers are going to be trying to get themselves out of playoff contention, even though they're basically eliminated right now. But right. I think they are going to have a very good showing. And you never know when Jordan Love comes up off the bench and throws to everyone other than Christian Watson. You never know. Yeah, you, you make a solid case there, man, and that's I, I respect the optimism because if I was in your situation, man, I would have a very bleak outlook. But uh, one more thing for our special guests here, guys. Just do you have any favorite moments from this season that you'd like to share right now? Yeah, I absolutely do. It's week 13. Okay. Because week 13 was absolutely the biggest week in our fantasy football league where it was Casey and I playing each other, and whoever was going to win that matchup was going to win the East. Yep. And then it was you two playing each other, Matt and Alex, and whoever won that matchup was probably going to go on and win the West. So it was a huge week. I ended up beating Casey 142.42 to 105.36, a huge win. And one of the reasons I won that week is because, you know, I'm, on, I'm defense by committee. Right. I picked up the Browns against the Texans. Ah, oh, there you go. And the Browns defense <laughs> yeah, scored a, me yeah, 31 points. To win, beat the wow. Te- the Browns, up, yeah. Yeah, that's one solution to win. Pick up the defense going up against the Texans. That's one good that, situation wow. to yeah. be in. Browns defense scored me 31. I beat Casey and clinched the East. All right, well, Casey, do you have uh, any favorite moments from your inaugural fantasy season? Well, I did pick up two big upsets this season, and that one was against Jake the first time we played. Oh, you're one of his three losses. You beat Alex and Jake? Yeah, I did beat Alex when I needed a huge, 
huge I need a huge upset when I think he was one overall, the first seed overall when I beat Alex, that was that was over the top. Wow. Casey, I, I will say this to too. Alex. I think you are the only team to truly beat me fairly. That you faced my team healthy, my entire team, and you beat me fair and square. So I gotta give you credit for that too. Hey, that was a good game, Alex. That was a good game. Alright, and then one last question for our special guests. Guys Predict the winner of the league, and if you do say yourself, at least pick your second-place team. Like, who are you going to beat for the championship? It's got to be me, right? I mean, come on. I got the first seed for a reason. I beat both of you guys. I beat Casey. I know Casey has the one win over me, but I beat him as well. I'm 3-1 mm-hmm. and against all the playoff teams this season. Oh, boy. I love my chances. I love my top five. I see myself coasting over Casey in this first round. And then, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Matt, Alex, give it to me. Uh, one of you guys will get second. It, but you already know I'm going to be the one crowned at the end of the year. It's just an autocracy at the WZIP Sports Department. Our director, league commissioner, and league champion in his own words, man. Just save some, save some like – Save some clout for the rest of us, please. Like get a you, WZIP uh, Super Bowl you, fantasy football ring. You could buy that, dude. You have a fan page on Twitter. I mean, like, save some clout for the rest of us. All right, and then, Casey, one final question. You're a league winner. Matt, as much optimism I have, I'm going to have to throw the white towel and have no. Jake as the winner of the WZIP league. No. I There's – I don't think anybody can stop Jake. He he's got the big he's got the big three and Daphon Diggs, Josh Allen, and even Christian Kirk has been performing very well with the Jaguars That's and they're crazy. trying to fight they're trying to fight for an AFC South title I, despite the huge mountaintop. We can but all we can all I thank can Logan Condrove for the fire sale. We can all yeah, thank Logan. Thanks a lot, this. Logan. You ruin everything. Wow. Well, guys, thank you for joining us on this. We don't have guests on here often, so I appreciate it. Uh, any last words? And that, well, you know, we'll have the winner on after the championship. But you know, any last words for the fantasy season potentially? Well, if you're gonna have the winner back on, man, I'll see you in a few weeks. Wow. All right, Casey. Any last words for the season? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna look up to the heavens, cross my heart, hope to die. Let's go. All right, well, guys, thank you very much for joining us. I appreciate having you guys on. So best of luck in your first round of the playoffs, and we'll speak to one of you guys eventually because one of you two will be in the championship. So thank you for your time. Once again, thank you to our special guest for coming on here. But, Alex, it's right back to us, man. Yes, sir. Where it all started, one of us will make the championship, mm-hmm. and the other one will probably beat Casey in the consolation bracket for third place. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Who's it going to be? I'll, I'll, I'll throw it to you, man. What's your team? Give uh, give the listeners your lineup. Give your biggest strengths and any of your concerns. Uh, so, yeah, my, my team, I'll run through and then I'll talk about it. Joe Burrow, quarterback. Austin Eckler and DeAndre Swift at running back. Terry Scary McLaurin and A.J. Brown at wide receiver. Evan Ingram at tight end. Uh, I got Chris Olave at my flex right now, uh, and that will stay. Chiefs defense taking on Houston and Jason Myers as my kicker. Looking at the strengths and weaknesses of my team, it's tight end. Uh, Evan Ingram, I actually could not tell you who I had as tight end last week, but I picked up Evan Ingram. <laughs> he had 40. 
I, yeah, he just had a casual 40-point yeah. performance from a tight um, end. Yeah, so I picked up Evan Ingram this week uh, in hopes. I, I did have Dallas Goder. He played really well, but he's hurt, and I don't think he'll be back. Um, the biggest strengths of my team is that my league name for my team is The Danger right. uh, as, as a Breaking Bad reference. But mm-hmm. more specifically, it's dangerous because at any given moment, it can pop off. Yeah, that's um. No, I, it's popped off against me twice. I've played you. I think each time was like your high weeks. We you have like one fifty and then like one sixty, and then like I'm zero two against you this year. So I'm I um. And this is not luck either. I don't want to. Oh no, say it's no. Luck. I no. I, you're what nine and th- no, sorry, ten and three or eleven and three. Eleven and three, and yeah, I, no, I that's did not luck. say at the beginning of the season before I even drafted that I like to draft players that are boom or bust on any given week. And uh, so as well as my biggest strength being that my team can boom any week, my biggest weakness really is that they can bust any week as well. Um, I pose a hypothetical to you. Mm -hmm. The playoffs are two weeks. What if you have a boom week and a bust week? It'll either help me or it'll hurt me. You know, we uh, we'll have to see about it. Um, The one thing I do like about my team is there's a lot of teams fighting for a playoff spot. Yes. um, Which means I expect these guys to be starting um in all their games quite right. literally every team is fighting for a playoff spot on my team uh so it's pretty good wow all right well i'll, I'll give my lineup now um quarterback i had lamar jackson for a bulk of the season but he is now hurt so now i now have the uh the weirdo i have Deshaun watson as my fantasy qb1 for this matchup mm-hmm. i've got christian mccaffrey at rb1 thankful for that yeah RB2, it's a trade-off between Tony Pollard and Miles Sanders. just depends on who I want to pick guess wrongly on mm-hmm. each week. Uh, C.D. Lamb, Jalen Waddle at my wide receivers, Mark Andrews at tight end, DeAndre Hopkins at flex, Eagles defense, and Brett Maher at kicker. So, you know, my biggest concern really is that flex spot because, you know, who do I play? Do I play Miles Sanders? Do I play Jalen Waddle, who's going to be playing in a blizzard? Do I play DeAndre Hopkins with Colt McCoy? And do I play, or do I take a risk and play Zay Jones on the white hot Jacksonville Jaguars offense? Right. It's it's a tough decision I'll have to make by uh, Sunday morning. So, not looking forward to it. Yeah. But then you know, Alex, you have any favorite moments from the season? Um, I would say, and honestly, you know, I, I haven't said it yet, Matt, but. Historically, I have never been one of the best fantasy players. Right. I um in any of my leagues. So just being able to be eleven and three and be dominant felt good because I'm never yeah, dominant. I, yeah, like I think this. in episode two you told me you'd never made the playoffs, right? No, I've never okay. won a championship. Okay, okay. I actually usually will sneak into the playoffs. Okay, okay. But you, I've never won. You'll be okay. All right. But yeah, so just. Overall dominance, that's your favorite part? Overall of the- dominance, uh, you know, I have more things I'm upset about. You know, my, my two losses outside of Casey, yeah. um, one was an injury riddle and the other was uh, uh, bad management not subbing in an uh, inactive player. Mm. So uh, That's a cardinal sin. I really, I really could have a uh, higher record. Uh, wow. But, oh well. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll go right into this. I'll go to my favorite moments. Week two. I scored 193 points against uh, against Pat. Uh, my two lowest starters that week scored 11, and that's insane. Waddle, Mark Andrews, and Lamar combined for 110 because that was the crazy Dolphins-Ravens shootout. Mm-hmm. 
it was insane. And then if I had played Tony Pollard that week over Miles Sanders and I had just gotten like the perfect lineup, I would have scored 208. And then I had another uh, accidental offensive outburst. I scored 180 points against Logan. Crazy. I had CMC, Jalen Waddle, and D Hop combined for 104, while Logan's team scored 115 outright. Dang. I almost I could have beat him with four guys. I would like to say one thing. Yeah. Um, that is kind of funny. Okay. I had three games that I was under a hundred. I had a game where I went 92. Okay. Uh, a game where I went 96. Okay. And uh, last week as well, I also went 96. And you won all three of those. Didn't all you? three of those games, I was able to win 92, 73, one of them, 96, 77, one of them. Wow. And last week, close. I was clenched for the playoffs regardless, but it was a 96 to 94 with Logan Congrove. That's so insane. being able to uh, get those sneaky wings wins, yeah. like I said, you know, my team's boom or bust. On even those bus weeks, being able to secure the uh, wins helped me a lot. So well, good for you, man. And then, well, one more quick question for our WZIP segment: Who's your champion? You know, Matt. I um, I think it's me or you. I I don't Ooh. have Jake, and that is no disrespect to Jake, Ooh. but he is filled with a very successful team. Okay. You look at why that's successful. Well, you got mm. your Buffalo Bills players. So if uh, he makes it to the championship, he will. I don't expect. Are this. you are you predicting the Bengals and the Bills and all them will rest their starters in Week 18? Well, it's it happens usually. Ooh. Um. You know, and not only that, but you know, Jake said it himself. This team is going to have to deal with playing in the snow, and his two biggest threats is a passer and a receiver. So. Uh, I, I don't know how that's going to work. I think he will make it to the championship easily. Yeah, I think he I beats mean, Casey. But in terms of him winning, I have no doubts on my team if they get to the ooh. championship. I know what they're going to give me. Um, you know, I think me or you definitely have a shot. I have beaten you twice. That last time I beat you it was uh, was a slaughter fest. Uh, I think I got 160. Yeah, it was So bad. I think this is my year, and I'm actually going to say that I think I will win. But – what I wow. really will say is that I'm confident that I don't think Jake will win. Okay, well, I also have, you know, I'm, I'm going to be, I, I really liked your tangent there. I, like, I'm really excited now. I feel like I have a chance. Mm-hmm. But I do think Jake's going to be the winner of our matchup. Yeah. <laughs> I, after Logan's just fire sale, I, that really just like went for the jugular for the rest of the league. He's got a lot. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, you think for somebody who they're enemies. Right? That exactly. this trade wouldn't happen. Nope. Um But, I mean, he's still going to have his, you know, Derrick Henry, Saquon that are going to pop off. That's insane. Um, but, I don't know, in terms of Allen, Diggs, and Chase, I can see, you know, their numbers going down in, yeah, a, right. in a two-game series. I don't know if he – versus where I know my team's really boom or bust, I have two boom weeks versus – you know, he might have a down week. If you have two boom weeks, you're going to score 400. So, like, I don't know. I'm going to give myself the benefit of the doubt here, Matt. But, I, uh, right. you know, I won't be surprised if Jake wins. I'm not – I just – I'm predicting yeah. that he won't. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then, you know, we had a little playoff preview, but regular season, 14 weeks of exciting, stressful fantasy football. You know, there's been some chaos throughout. You know, if you've listened to the podcast, you know, I'm in seven leagues. Alex is in several others. We've seen some stuff throughout this season. And so we're going to talk a little bit about the chaos 
of the regular season, and I think there's no better way to start this off than by going with some of the craziest trades you've seen throughout the leagues we've been in this season. So, Alex, I'll throw it to you first. Any of, like, crazy or lopsided trades or just insane rationale that you've seen this season? Week two. You okay. ready to hear this, Yes. Is, so, is this in the WZIP? Not okay. in, our, in, right. in my family league, eight-man okay. league. Justin Fields was traded okay. for Kyle Pitts and Tom Brady. <laughs> what a trade. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. I think that trade is so funny. Oh. Um, especially when Justin Fields started playing. Uh, he just had, like, that 145-point game against the Dolphins, yeah. and everyone's like, okay, he's he's fine. Um, but more so, I mean, it, it's interesting to see who, you know, won that because Justin Fields didn't necessarily play great from week two. Yeah, up until about up. this, it took till about Thanksgiving, really. And, you know, that uh, my uncle was able to get rid of Tom Brady and Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Really. So I thought that was a pretty cool trade. Okay. So I have one. This is in one of the leagues I'm in. A, I'm a commissioner, and it's uh, one of me and my buddies from high school. We still do it every year. Week five. So this is not going to seem as lopsided now, but when I tell you the whole story, it'll be a little more chaotic. All right, so my buddy Justin, 10-man league, PPR, was going to receive A.J. Brown, Devontae Adams, and Brees Hall before his injury in exchange for Travis Kelsey, Josh Jacobs, and Brandon Cooks to my buddy Noah, who does not watch football at all. And it was so crazy because we didn't know Josh Jacobs was going to be great at that point in time. Mm You ever see something so just insane that, like, all the boys start spamming group FaceTime in the group chat? Within about 10 minutes of that trade being accepted, everyone was spamming our chat, and seven of us were on a group FaceTime, and we were yelling at him, what were you thinking? And he goes, guys, he told me Brandon Cooks was the best wide receiver in the league. And I was the commissioner, so I had to veto it. So my buddy Noah, it's like a yearly tradition where he will make a trade that is just so asinine that, like, you can't in good faith let it go through because it literally is taking candy from a baby. Right. Yeah, uh, but that was – to hear that sentence come out of somebody's mouth, that was just the most cruel and unusual punishment, man. That was just – That's awful. I remember that. That was was something, but – um. Yeah, so crazy trades equal teams that got crazy good. Mm-hmm. And crazy good teams fight for the playoffs. Sure. Have there been any wild playoff scenarios you've seen? You know, like win or get in or just anything, like weird tiebreakers, anything like that? I'll throw it to you first. Yeah, for myself, uh, Matt, in my other family league, okay. uh, the other side, uh, I started the season 1-5. and five. Okay. I snuck in at the four spot. Look at you. In a 10-man league. Look at you. Uh, and I was able to... Uh, what was your record overall? Overall, I could not tell you, actually. I don't have okay. it pulled up, but I ended up winning a lot of games, obviously. Yeah, I had you to. had to. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was I was pretty happy about that. That team is... Most of my teams are very, very similar. Yeah. That team is not similar to any mm, of my yep. other teams in okay. all, any of my other leagues. Uh, so, for it to be able to uh, work out like that was pretty big. And, uh, yeah, it was like the past three weeks I was fighting for a playoff spot, and wow. uh, I won all the games that I had to. So that was uh, that was exciting for me. All right. So you know the league I just told you about, my buddies from high school? Sure. Another story. This one was absolutely insane. All right. So going into week 14, we had a five-way tie 
for the last playoff spot. Wow. So three teams were had eight wins or better. Those teams were locked in. And then we had two guys that were just, you know, at three and whatever and were just out of it. But there was a five-way tie at six and seven for the last spot. And now all of them played – like, so the five people that were in playoff contention played the people that were either fully eliminated or locked in. So, like, there was no, like, head-to-head tiebreaker. Mm. So – I'm playing my buddy Aaron, who was in first place in the league at the time. And going into Monday Night Football, I'm up 28 points. All right, so remember that. My buddy Ryan wins his matchup outright. He's the only 6-7 and seven team to win, okay? And so he has the point score tiebreaker over me, and that's what this league does uh, tiebreakers by. So he's no, – sorry, I would have the points tiebreaker over him. But mm-hmm. he's 7-7, seven and seven, and I'm up 28 points going into Monday Night Football. And my opponent Aaron – had Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, and Ramondre Stevenson. Wow. And, like, I wasn't watching the game at first, and, like, my phone starts blowing up, and it's my buddy Ryan, and he's spamming our group chat going, no way. No way that happened. And then I'm like, okay, something, you know, weird play. And then five minutes later, it's, oh, my God, you're kidding me, because that's when Ramondre went down. And I go in and check, uh, just check Twitter, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to make the playoffs because my opponent's entire team just got bit by the injury bug all in the first quarter. And so DeAndre Hopkins ends up scoring 14. Ramondre Stevens gets like three. Mm-hmm. And I make the playoffs Wow! at 7-7 seven and seven because his entire team just – oh, man. Lucky. That, that – oh. We got lucky. That is Both insane. Well, yeah, we did have some lucky moments, but, you know, that's actually a perfect segue into our next little topic – your unluckiest moment of the season doesn't have to be you, but just something you've witnessed. Um, my team, uh, specifically, Matt. I mean, we were looking good. You know, like I said, I, I was number one the majority of the season. Uh, Dallas Goder getting injured hurt yeah. a lot. Also, DeAndre Swift deciding to be the RB two on his team hurt mm-hmm. yeah a lot. Um, with that said. I was still able to get some good value out of them sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, that that hurt. But overall, I I just feel bad for um, Marcus, who one, loves football. One in 13. Couldn't log into his team. Nope. And uh, never fixed his lineup. He still somehow was able to sneak away with a win. He did get a win. So, I think it was against Pat, but don't quote me on that. Doesn't matter. Good for him. Yep. But, yeah, that was uh, pretty sad. Yeah. Well, you know, again, you listen to the podcast. You know I'm in this dreaded 14-man league. Mm, Absolute insanity, all right? And so this is week 13. So one week before the playoffs. I'm sitting there at 7 – no, I'm sitting there at 6-6. and And I'm playing a guy that is in contention for the one seed in a first-round bye. My team is 10th in scoring, but I was somehow hovering around 500. I had no shot to win. ESPN gave me an 18% chance when the 1 o'clock games kicked off. I somehow, I won 100 to 97 because Derrick Henry was held to 5 points against the Eagles and Trevor Lawrence was held under 17 against the Detroit Lions and he only had 3 players score above 15. 
and now he's not the one seed. He's now the four seed and has to play one of the he has to play the second highest scoring team in round one, whereas I snuck in as the seventh seed in the playoffs. Absolute insanity, man. That is crazy. Another thing, you know, like in our league, mm-hmm. after the draft, draft day yeah. projections, ten man league, I was tenth. Yeah. In the whole season, I was number one in the league, and I finished second mm-hmm. uh, because you know Jake's, you know, overpowered trades and whatnot. Yeah, you know, but, that's what uh, happens when you're the uh, when you're the director. They have to kiss up to you. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So I will say, you know, like, hey, don't be uh, don't be too upset on draft day if your projections are low because not only this league, but I know all of my leagues, my projection was at least right. one of the lowest in all of them. And I still f- was able to Look make the playoffs in all of my teams. So, just goes to show, if you listen to our podcast, that I knew what I was talking about. Exactly. I knew what I was exactly. talking about sometimes. Sometimes. 60% of the time, yeah. we're right 100% of the time. Yeah, 100%. You know, 100%. You know, we established we're kind of okay at this. Mm-hmm. But did you see any blunders by just your league mates that just made you just give them like a Jim Halpert office stare this season. I mean, just like Logan making all these trades throughout even before he went trade crazy. Yeah, didn't even check the trade deadline also. Yeah, I just I mean for a guy that just talks and talks and talks he just did not know what he was doing with some of these no. trades. And he would send them into the group chat blockbuster and it's like that that's actually even, and if anything, you lost, lost. a player. It was like a really even trade, and it's like, well, you gave away three players and are getting two. Okay, buddy. Yeah, and it, I mean, it goes to show he uh, he finished pretty low for the culture. Yeah, that was so. his team name. I know you don't. I, I realized that our listeners don't have access to that after yeah. I said that. But wow, uh, you, I really didn't have any crazy blunders like that. You know, I'm just. I let Logan crash and burn. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the craziest thing I did see, uh, for the first time, I did a family league with everyone on my dad's side. And it was a lot of their first time playing fantasy football. So, you know, the ones that had played before were helping out everyone. Uh, and then my sister-in-law, she drafted Kareem Hunt in the second round, 12th overall, because she, quote-unquote, knew his name. And at the same time – and so, like – my brother, her husband's trying, like, D- don't do that. And she's like, no, you're trying to mess with me. <laughs> and, and now my brother in our family league is 14-0, and she was last. She was 3-11 and because she took Kareem Hunt 12th overall. I do have one more story, Matt. Go that, ahead. That kind of it reminded me of it, and yeah. I didn't even think about it, is um, in a league, my good friend Gary – uh, he had the number one overall draft, and Gary okay. was drafting while busy, which means he's using the queue. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, he's queuing in players. At least he's ready. Oh, no. Um, he goes to hit queue on the Browns' defense oh, and no. drafted them. First, First overall. overall. <laughs> oh, because, like, the timer shifted from. Yes. They oh, from no. Queue to draft. And there's not, like, on fantasy, it's not like a, are you sure you want to draft this player? No, it's just you, you click hit it. hit that button. It goes. It goes. So, and he made it into the playoffs. That is improbable. So. That's insane. <laughs> pretty crazy that, you know, wow. somebody who could, and I play him. I play him. Wow. In the playoffs. Uh, so, 
it's pretty crazy as somebody who took the Cleveland Browns defense, which, you know, at the time, not yeah, awful yeah. for running to cue him, right. but first overall, and he still made the playoffs. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's wild. So, you know, we talked about some of the other stuff we've seen, but let's recap a little bit of just our own fantasy success this season. doesn't necessarily have to be the WZIP League, just any of the stuff that, you know, you've been a part of this year. Do you have any of just – you want to highlight any ter- – like terrible fantasy performances that just cost you a matchup. And like, I don't know if you put injured players on that. I excluded injured players from mine. Cause you need, I'm not going to fault you for that, but like mm-hmm. anything that was just a healthy player that cost you a game. Um, Deandre Swift, anytime I had nothing, um, to sub Deandre Swift Oof. most of the time. Yeah. That's painful um, because my, a lot of my team was injured um, yeah. in terms of my backups. So anytime, that he had a really low game, except one where he had a 7.6 and another where he had an 8.0. Okay. Um, I lost because of him. So he had wow. an 8.2 that I lost. He had a 10-point game I lost and a 12-point game that I also lost. Uh, so when he when he wasn't there, it hurt my team. I bet. Also, Terry Scary, I was very, very high on him mm-hmm. to be a top-10 receiver, and he wasn't. Uh, now – Mind you, he is the definition of boomer bust. He's yes. literally either getting you 10 or 20-plus every week. That's the beauty of Taylor Heineke. Um, yeah, for sure. So, uh, he, you know, I would have liked to see more consistency there. But overall, I wasn't expecting a lot of consistency from my team. It was just that when those guys had off weeks, right? Uh, it did hurt my team. You know, uh, as far as my uh, worst performances go, every time I played your team, uh, my team just said no. Well, and my team did really good. Yeah, it was like the complete <laughs> pendulum swing. I would not eclipse 120, and you'd be in the 150s, 170, you know, anything in that range. Yeah. Uh, but, no, I do have a tale from my dreaded 14-man league, the most confusing and worst decision I ever made, but it's also so fun. You know, wins are ever so coveted in that. It is uh, week 10. I lost to a person I was fighting for a playoff spot by 12 points which when you see that that's it's that's a convincible win i mean mm-hmm. uh but when i tell you that david montgomery kareem hunt evan ingram and my starting defense combined for 12 i think that gives me valid reason Dang. to be a little angry and you're like well matt how are you even in contention for that uh justin jefferson had 36 that week wow so that was Quite literally over half of my team. Uh, But, you know, we gave our worst fantasy performances of the season. Let's end on a positive note, Alex. Any any fantasy performances that, you know, you want to highlight that won you crucial matchups? Well, I'll tell you what, Matt. For the value I got him, where I drafted him, Austin Eckler, I was right. He, there was a point in Austin Eckler's fantasy career this year mm-hmm. that he had 34 points one late or one week yep. the next week 35 the next week 24 the next week uh 36 and the next week 24 insane um and yeah. then yeah like he literally saved me also i am so so big on drafting quarterbacks late yeah uh so i took joe burrow joe burrow yeah did really good he's like fifth or fourth uh, position-ranked quarterback yeah, he's, in he's high uh, up there. fantasy, and I got him late, and he uh, he won me a lot of games. He had a 30. He had a 39 right. uh, one week. Also, 
a uh, guy who helped me get a lot of wins was tight end Dallas Godert when he was playing. Yeah, those he, were the days. He had some games. He got a 17 game. He had a 24 game. Uh, so he, he was able to help uh, secure some wins as well, especially that week he got 24. Now you bring up Austin Eckler. Did you see the video the Chargers made for him to go to the Pro Bowl? No. It's a parody of every political ad ever where it's like it's like big school running backs don't want him in the Pro Bowl. And then it's like a parody of like the deep state, but then it's like showing him in like a suit. Austin Eckler like goes across party lines and it's just him like diving through the end zone and stuff. Watch it after that. It's hysterical. That is funny. I haven't seen it. But yeah, uh but now with uh the WZIP league, I really didn't have any specific players that necessarily won me matchups because I was either blowing teams out or getting blown out by you and Jake. So <laughs> uh, I do I mean, spoiler alert. I'm going right back to my 14 man league. And this is just going to be a Justin Jefferson appreciation segment. Week one, 40 points right off the rip. Week four, 31 points in PPR. Week five, 30.3. Week nine, 25.5. Week 10, 35.3. Week 12, 29.3. And week 14 to secure me a playoff spot, 33.3. And I also want to highlight Debo Samuel because he did in week 11, he got 22 points on Monday Night Football, and that won me my matchup. Wow. Look at that. I, um, that is nice. I, I thank you, Jetta. He, yeah, he's a wide receiver I would have liked to have in any of my leagues, and yeah. I didn't. I'm in a league where. We give lots of bonuses depending on performances. Okay. Um, and it usually helps your quarterback the most. Right. So you might have a week where your quarterback gets you 40 or maybe even 50 sometimes. Oh, my gosh. And that's big. Well, I had Joe Burrow the week that he played Atlanta in this league. Oh, boy. Got me 74, 74. points in, uh, in the way that our league uh, ran. So I you just like <laughs> I um I basically told my team they could sleep they could uh they could take the off week uh wow. oh Joe Shiesty's gonna gonna ha- have his solved so that was um that was nice as well that's looking at my other leagues but mainly insane. my WZIP guys uh, were really the ones that uh, stepped up and helped me uh, succeed All right well that that'll do it that was well, that's episode four yeah episode four of this yeah. series wow we're gonna have one more episode for you guys to recap the entire season. I hope you guys enjoyed. We wanted to go for a little bit of a break in our traditional format, a lot less numbers, just a lot more bros being dudes. I hope we achieved that. I hope it was entertaining for you guys. Uh, Once again, I'm Matt Permuka, and I was joined by Alex Henry. And then uh, we'll see you guys for the championship episode in just four weeks. So stay tuned for that. One more time, one more episode, man, crazy. I remember back in August, recorded the first one. We got one more. But anyways, thank you guys again. And that'll do it. 